Hello? Hello. Uh, oh, hey, sorry, wrong number. I, th- I thought I was calling What's the Tea, but I, I don't think that podcast <laughs> exists anymore. So. Dude, I heard they quit. Uh, yeah, so so yeah. weird. Anyway, hi. hi. Welcome back to What's the Tea. I'm Arthur the Edgy. I'm Nick Dew. Um, I miss you. I miss you in this capacity. I know. I did see you. <laughs> Two weekends ago, last week, literally last, last weekend, weekend, literally last week, li- literally a week ago. Uh, sorry, eight days ago, we said goodbye. Yeah, we said see ya next time. Um, we back though. Yay! It's been a long time. Hey, I shouldn't have left you. Hey, without some bullshit to step two, step two, step two. <laughs> Oh yeah! Oh yeah! That was a versus. <laughs> There's so much that happened. In the so much happened. The fucking month that we took off. The Oscars <laughs> happened. Um, oh my god! That bullshit. Some bad. Some bad. A lot of bad things happened in like a Palestine. That <laughs> was bad. Um, Asian people. There's been a lot of violence against. Them. Like that's bad as fuck. It's awful. Yep. Um. Some good things happened. What's good? What good happened? I turned another year older. Yes, you did. You had a trip around the sun. I did. I had a little birthday. Mm-hmm. Everyone came down and loved on me. It was very special. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? <laughs> oh, girl, um... Jennifer Lopez and them had broke up, and then she had been seen with, oh, Ben Affleck. It's the early 2000s. She said, all I want that. Again. I want that old thing back. She said, I don't want that hoe. I want that bitch. But here's the, and, and Charmaine tweeted this. She was like, I'm down for team, you know, 50 and over being like, I'm not trying to learn a new nigga. Okay. Like, give me the one that I had 10 years okay. ago. Maybe see, maybe see if he learned how to get right. Listen, Mercury is in retrograde, and a lot of people will tell you, like, ignore the old ones coming back. But, like, some of the gurus are like, no, 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 no review reflect you know maybe don't jump back into a relationship but like while we're still we're while we're still in a pandemic it's not a bad idea to recycle some old work <laughs> <laughs> oh lord have mercy you know lord have mercy um yeah, I I won't be doing that. I um, might shit, depending on who it is. Actually, uh, got a little something that might be kind of advantageous. I'll talk to you about off mic. We have a voicemail oh. though that we're gonna listen to because I'm not gonna tell my business on the microphone. <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, it will not surprise you whatsoever. All right, I pushing mean, play. What does? Hi, Nick and Reggie. This is Natasha P. Just calling to check in, let you all know I so appreciate you and all of the content that you put out for us. Um, And I especially enjoy being a Patreon. Holla, because I could go back and listen to whatever I want in the Patreon app or get the link and have it in my little podcast catcher. So shout out. Uh, Hope you are doing well and I have started watching Drag Race Down Under. Chad, can't wait for y'all to watch <laughs> so we could discuss. Uh, that's about it. Love y'all. Bye. 
Natasha, thank you so much, my dear. We can definitely um, talk about Drag Race Down Under, like maybe not a weekly episode thing, but like we can have some discussion about it. We we recorded a little catch up on the season finale of season 13, talked a little bit about the other seasons, but we did not go into like depth about Down Under, but I'm down if Reggie's down. Yes. Yes, please. Wonderful. Thank you so much for calling. Um, So yeah, uh... Not to like violate HIPAA or whatever, but I had a couple procedures. I had some little issues. I've had some larger issues and this was like a a halftime tune-up to those. So prayerfully, hopefully we're like rounding the corner on me back at like 100% very soon. Very soon, very, very soon. But it was promising. Yes. Yes, it was promising. It was there was a I I had a small little cancer scare there for a second, but uh, God is faithful to do what He said He would do. Yes, and I do not have cancer. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Oh God. Um, what's the tea? Um, the Oscars happened have we talked about that on this program throw that ass in a circle glenn close <laughs> to that go go lord i'm i'm just happy it wasn't i see you <laughs> i'm just looking at our last little um <laughs> the last episode that we put out just to make sure that we did not talk about the oscars we didn't okay was it february <laughs> 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 i think it was april bitch anyway Listen, Neck of the Woods is back. Uh, Fresh Alina and uh, Christian uh, have took a two-year break. So, baby, we back. (laughs) (laughs) I was so happy to see that shit come up in my feed. I love Fresh so much. She had been going a little bit through as well. So, like, prayers of comfort and healing to her as well and her family. But so happy to see them back in my podcast. Like, you don't even know I was ready. And they were, they came back with a vengeance. Two episodes. Go check it out. uh, Neck of the Woods. Um, Yeah, so the Oscars happened. I really enjoyed it. It was like a more intimate setting, kind of hearkening back to the original um, thing, which is like a dinner, basically. Yeah. (laughs) They give out awards. So Regina King hosted. She was lovely. As always. As always. The fashions were, you know, I feel like, I feel like people were doing the like, it's kind of weird to be doing all this where 500,000 people have died in this country and people are still dying, but um, I don't want y'all to talk about me on E, so here's a dress. I mean, people die. (laughs) No. People are dying every day, Kim. (laughs) My diamond earring fell into the ocean. People are dying, Kim. <laughs> so I get it. Like some of the outfits were a little bit understated. I thought the men yeah. were very well dressed on the whole. They usually, uh, I've, I would say over the last 10 years, the the men have started to step their bus, their pussy up. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um really not much notable for me because I didn't really see a lot of movies. I saw um, some of them after the fact. So the only thing that I was truly rooting for happened and that was for my um, one of my husbands, Daniel Kaluuya, to win an Oscar, which he did. Oh. 
that was what you were rooting for. That was it. Because I think he's, I think that he is a really good actor. I think he's one of those utility actors where he could do really anything. And the fact that he was recognized for this great work was great. Yeah. I think. I was really sort of shocked and I should have known better about the the way that the ceremony ended. Oh, baby. <laughs> because they really thought that uh, Chadwick Boseman was going to win. And so Steve Or Viola Davis. Well, I was not. Uh, oh, okay, I'm going to get to that one. I'm going to get to that in a second. Um, Steven Soderbergh took a risk and flipped the the categories because usually the show ends with the best picture. Oh, he did that? Yes, because he thought that he was going to win an Emmy for directing this wonderful moment where his show ends with a tribute to Chadwick Boseman and the Academy said, gotcha, bitch. And Chadwick uh... Boseman did not win that award. Yeah, that was a decision by Steven Soderbergh, the director. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is what happens when you read. Yeah, yeah. Which I will say, like, emotion aside, having won all those other awards in the award season usually is a big clue that the actor is probably not going to win the Oscar. But I think we were all like, of course they're going to give Chadwick the Oscar for this movie. Wait, really? Yeah, for me, it's like, if they win just the Golden Globe, they're probably going to win the Oscar. But if they win, like, every fucking other Screen Actors Guild, you know, whatever, like, uh, it's pretty, it's usually, like, the Academy is like, ain't doing it. Sorry, we're giving it to fucking Daniel Day-Lewis for a movie that no one saw. Sorry about it. Huh. Yeah, I I was gooped, gagged, surprised, shocked. <laughs> I still haven't seen The Father, but I bet you he was acting his motherfucking ass off. I know that. Uh, I mean, he he was gonna do that anyway. Right, that's how he is. <laughs> right, he he give it to you every week. Why are you every gagging so? Fucking week, but every it, week. But to me, it is criminal because Chadwick Boseman, like knowing what we know now. Gave the performance literally of a lifetime. Um, so I do intend on one day seeing the father because I'm. It must be uh, an incredible performance. Well, also Frank Langella won a Tony for it on Broadway like four okay. years ago. Okay. Um, and uh, I think that that they, I thought that nominating Daniel and Lakeith in this category together meant that Chadwick was getting the Oscar. So Steven Soderbergh felt the same way that we all did. Yeah, we all got gooped. Frances McDormand, I'm surprised that she was there, but I'm not surprised that she won. Honestly, really? Honestly, I thought that Andrew was going to steal this. Huh. And I say steal with a grain of salt. I finally watched... The United States versus Billie Holiday, she was fucking incredible. Incredible. Sure. As soon as I saw her titties, I was like, oh, she finna win. Or she wanted to win. Sure. But I mean, I also, why do you take that movie unless you want to win? Right. Also, also, I thought that I had an issue with the script, but I don't hold Susan Laurie Parks responsible for nope. that, <laughs> I, nope. I, 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 that's Lee Daniels. The, the the movie got very weird for no reason. For no 
fecking reason. And it tried to do like this thing that Jojo Dancer did very well. It just didn't do well, in my humble opinion. Yeah, the movie got very weird, and I was like, Lee, where are we? Where are we going, sis? Where? I think we've lost it. And not in the way that, like, Spike Lee movies get weird that are charming and very artistic. It just was weird for no reason. Yeah. Um, But that did not. I I was not expecting Viola to walk away with this. And, like, the so I've seen it three times, I think. And I think that, like, the first time I was just like, whoa, my God. Like, Viola, oh, my God. She disappeared through the role. I can't believe it. Oh, my God, oh, my God. And the second time I was like, oh, fuck. Chadwick. And the third time I watched it, I was like, oh, this is a really great ensemble piece. And I really wish they would have cast an actress who was fat in real life. Huh. Because I feel like, and I have discussion about this with, Someone I did a show with, like on Instagram, there's a difference between how a woman moves who feels sexy in her fat body versus how an actress who put on weight and a fat suit moves. And to have, to have the confidence of somebody like Ma Rainey, you have to live in that body. Correct. And 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 I understand you needed a name, but you didn't really. Uh, I, I understand they didn't know at the time that it was going to Netflix and everybody was going to watch it or not watch it, regardless of who was in it. Um, but like Joy Divine Randolph, right, yeah, right. She was right there. I mean, decades too young, but doesn't matter. Can sing. Sure. Andra was playing Billy in her forties. Sure. And and and. Uh, makeup, costume. Yeah, I mean, if they, they won put, Oscars for that. If they could put fifty pounds on Viola, they could put twenty years on Joy. Sure, I mean, like, y- y- yes, yes, there, yes, that is that is an accurate sentence. Yes, there's something um about sexuality, living in a type shit. Give me Jill Scott. Sure. Give me sure. a give me an unknown. Give me somebody from theater. Sure. Uh, not that Viola wasn't great. It's just Hollywood bullshit to me. I mean, y- yes, yes, and also, you know, Denzel produced is you know produced that movie. He's yes. producing all of Oscar's or not Oscar Jesus August's canon and wanting to like you know, sell it. And, and yes, like you said, Hollywood stuff that has nothing to do with the, the like purity of the art being made. It's just sure. like, if we're mad that straight men are playing gay roles, James Corner in 2020, then we've got to be equally upset that they're still putting fat suits on women in 2020. Yeah. I find a slight nuance in that because like people's bodies change, but your sexual identity doesn't. Like, I mean, I guess it, it could. Not everybody's body I, changes. I, yeah. Sure, 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 sure. Sure. You it's, yeah. it's it's not often that you hear of some actress who some actress who's like visibly plus size losing a hundred pounds for a role. 
Sure. It's mostly common. It's where men sort of like wildly shift their weight for a role, but not women. Yeah. Yeah. And there's just something authentic about movement and sexuality and feeling and appearing sexy in a body that you own versus when you do rent it. Yeah. No, no argument there. Yeah. Uh, supporting actress, I have, I didn't, I still haven't seen Minari, but goddamn, they they just refused to give Glenn Close a, a statue. I mean, sure, I, I, Hillbilly Elegy was not a well-made movie. I didn't she see it. Did good work in it. Yeah. Um, and uh, the yeah, Minari was a, a beautiful, a beautiful movie. It's on my list. Um, soul one and people were like, oh my God, white people made soul. White people make every movie. Everything. Movie, movie, movie. <laughs> but they hired a whole I mean, committee people, of black people. White people stole the fucking, uh, what's the name movie that, uh, what's the name made? Uh, what? The, that movie that they're talking about now, this. Oh, Two Distant Strangers? Yeah. White people everywhere, child. Uh yeah. Uh I don't care about cinematography, costume, Marini, directing, uh Chloe's Dow, I think is how you pronounce Jow. it. Jow. Jow. Yeah. Uh incensed our sartorially savvy friend by coming to the function in her glittery pajamas. Listen, it she won an Oscar for directing, not for style, not for being styled. It do not matter. She said, "You're gonna respect me for my mind and not my body." I do love that she wore some teeny shoes. Yeah, she she's gonna be comfortable. Um, documentary, that's great. So, uh, short subject documentary. Okay, wonderful. Editing went to Sound of Metal, which is a great fucking movie. Oh God, Riz Ahmed. Yeah, like, can just a little bit of controversy there too. Like, there's some actors in that movie playing deaf characters who were not deaf. I mean, you know, I think that is the the larger question about storytelling is yeah. like knowing that filmmaking is an industry, right? A billion, I, I maybe even a trillion dollar industry, and like lots of these projects present substantial financial risks to producers and production companies that produce them. People are trying to mitigate risk. But the question is, where is the balance of responsibility for representation? Um, And, you know, like, it's not, it's not a one size fits all everything answer. Like I appreciate a show like special a just because like, they could they can have they can have pure politics because TV shows are cheaper to make. Yes, but if you are in a trillion dollar industry, you have the resources and you have the money to go find deaf actors. And it's like the argument that people are making about friends because one of the creators is like, well, we didn't intend I mean that was so fucking stupid. <laughs> like we didn't intend for the show to be all white. Well, like, yes, but that's that's why the problem is systemic. Um, and it's the same here. It's like you you can find deaf actors and gay actors and fat actors and trans actors. You can find them. You can. Maybe they won't uh, sell tickets like you think Charlize Theron or whoever will. But like, if anything has taught us anything, 
this whole industry has been knocked on its head. So, uh, wasn't nobody selling no tickets and people still watched things. So I feel like if anybody can figure it out, they can figure it out. That is absolutely true. That is absolutely true. International feature film, I don't care. Makeup and hairstyle, and not that I don't care. These artists, they should be commended for the work. They got an Oscar. Toodle-doo. Um, Trent Reznor did the music for Soul. Did you know that? Yeah. Along with Atticus Ross and John Batiste. From uh, Stephen Colbert. And original song was a song um, by our Filipino cousin, her. Mm-hmm. From Jesus and the Black Messiah. Best picture went to Nomadland. Yeah. It was That's a great crazy. movie. That's crazy. I'm gonna watch it. <laughs> it was a great it was a great movie. It was uh, a great movie. I, I I think I don't know. The thing I appreciate about filmmaking is that it has the potential to like to shift the consciousness. And mm. I think what that movie did really successfully about um, the the unhoused is like really present those stories with dignity away from sort of the morality politics of, of like blame and people deserving and, and like yeah. all of that. Do I do I think the lens was like re was unnecessarily white? Sure. Yeah. But also it was like based off of a book that was written from a particular perspective. And I appreciate like it's yeah, you know, I I I thought it I thought it was a, a beautiful movie. It was a I really no beautiful movie. I have no clue what that movie was about. <laughs> Great. Well, we can talk more about it when you see it. <laughs> um. So, two distant strangers. Um, the winner f- for the short film live action category. So there. Uh, okay. So like, there's this thing that's happening on Twitter where black people are like, oh see any more things about things that I don't like and because I don't like it it should not exist <laughs> so that aside this woman uh came forward and said that like they took the idea of two different two distant strangers from her like I love Trayvon Free I go up for Trayvon Free um first of all the movie the concept is Groundhog's Day and I'm sure there was something before Groundhog's Day. It's like not a new concept to wake up to the same day over and over and over. Russian doll. Like, correct. This is not, you did not invent this, sis. Second of all, yours was presented as like a comedy, which is kind of gross. Uh, and most importantly, you as an Asian woman do not get to jump into the conversation about police violence with black people and own anything. Sure. Sure. Um, but because people were mad at the content and thought it was made for white people, which, spoiler alert, most things are made for white people because white people are the majority of people in this country. And they spend the most money on things because there are more of them. <sighs> they were ready to believe any bad thing about this movie. And sure. certain popular tweeters who I have muted but are on my timeline all the fucking time jumped right in it and it's just to me a little disturbing a little annoying a little disgusting and here's my thing you have every right not to like something you have every right to talk about the thing that you don't like you have every right to start a smear campaign against the people who made the thing that you don't like but what you do not have the right to is to have things cease to exist because they're traumatic or uncomfortable to you 
That's not how it works. Correct. Correct. And to see another black man jumping in it, even to be messy, to me, was gross. Well, you know, that, I, my, uh, I, I, I really wish leaving this pandemic, we can like end our toxic abusive relationship with mess. Yeah. Well, you know, I love a little mess. Sure. A little, a little mess, like in moderation. Right. But I, I, I feel like it's like that thing where you start, where you play the Sims too long and you start talking like beep, boop, 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 bop, 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 bop. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's not, that's not real. Yeah. Um, and and I I I feel like our ability to do anything in moderation has like gone by the wayside. Yes, um, I agree. But I'm I'm just like I'm too old. Yes, too old, too tired, too many other options of things out there for you to be going after black shit. Like another popular tweeter took a shot at a, a black lady sketch show who was just renewed for a third season. Congratulations. Yes. 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 They were. Um, but also being like, Oh, <laughs> give me a job, which is the truth of the, of the shade. The truth of the joke is you're jealous. You're mad. And that's fine. Those are, those are valid emotions, but like, leave them alone. But also like name, name them and be accurate. Right. Because it was like the social media tweeted out the like sugar versus salt in the grit. And this person was just like, oh, farming jokes from Twitter. This could be a sketch in itself. Here, hire me. Like, do you think that the social media manager is in the writer's room? Right. Clearly you did not watch a show. Or maybe you did. But it was only one line in one sketch. And they're not like farming Twitter for topics. They're creating engagement for you to watch their fucking show to get their numbers up. And also like I, the thing that I don't understand about Twitter is like, it's very insular, but it's also not insular. And it's like, whenever something either talks about mimics, imitates or whatever, something happens on Twitter, Twitter people turn their nose up at it. But like Twitter did not invent the salt versus sugar grits debate. It's just a place where not. people who live life go and talk about shit. So if that also happens to turn up in entertainment, then like, you, like you really like I know that there are writers who go and farm Twitter for material, but those are like BuzzFeed and like I, I don't know. It's just like you cannot turn television on without somebody making a Twitter joke because it's it's pretty ominous, right? But like, why do you need to shit on this? show where like all the shit that y'all claim are made for white people and for white audience and for the white gays both with the z and the ys like this show has nothing but black people they don't even have white people like on the show don't even not even on not even on and i it's just just so much shit on you don't like that I, i keep i feel like i keep saying this you don't like a black lady sketch show? There's that damn Michael Shea show. You don't like that? There's fucking, like, uh, Sam J. You don't like that? There's there's so many options. We are in the fucking, the, the cornucopia, the plethora of choices. Just make a different choice. But also, you know, like, if there was Twitter during the 90s, everybody would be like, ooh, I hate fucking Married with Children. Ooh, I hate Frasier. Ooh, I hate Mad About You. Ooh, I hate. 
Why I gotta watch fucking see this world? Ooh, uh, why I gotta watch? Uh, what what the fuck? Uh, was that reality? That black reality show? Baldwin Hills. Ooh, I hate. But I don't. I I I don't follow a lot of white people, so I don't know what they do. And the only thing that creeped over into my timeline was um that Emily and Paris show. And the reason why white women hate that show is because it uh it amplifies a stereotype that they try to keep hidden that it's only true if they say it's true. Um, but that's a story for another fucking day. Right. What I, what I mean, what I mean to say is that like niggas not liking shit is not new, but what is new is thinking that everybody needs to know that you don't like it. Right. But also and like, like, just don't watch it. But it's also like, do you have power or don't you have power? Because like my new least favorite thing on Twitter is like bullying works. I thought bullying was bad. But now it's uh, when it's to get rid of some shit you don't like, it's great and it works. Like, I just, you, there's very little that is actually harmful, that is actually violent, that is actually dangerous. Their words still mean things. And because yeah. you don't like something or you don't care for something or you thought something was in poor taste, it doesn't mean that it shouldn't exist. It means that you shouldn't consume it. That's it. That's it. Anyway, what's the tea hole? Child, yeah. I just want everybody to act right and, you know, stop being assholes. Is <laughs> really it. I just, I, I, I want so little these days. But it feels like asking for so much. I want so little these days. I'm, I am happy to have, you know, I feel like I see the end of the tunnel from this very, very long pandemic. Oh, I feel like I see a resurgence uh, around November, August, maybe. Well, great. Fantastic. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> no, like per- uh, personally, though, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, it was nice to like be outside and feel what it feels like to be without fear. I mean, I I still very much have like my mask in hand all the time. Mm -hmm. I just like, I don't, I mean, I, I've always had trust issues, um, but I really have them. They're like inflamed now. Right. Um, so we'll we'll see, but it, it it's it was nice to start experimenting with what it feels like to to be outside. Yeah, it, again, for me it came in stages. Like at first, I'm like, okay, this is very scary. I feel like these tables are still too close. I don't know. Oh, my throat is itchy. The next few days, like, and then it was like, okay, well, I guess this is what I'm doing, but I still am not entirely comfortable. And then like, honestly, for my birthday weekend, I didn't think anything of it really at any point. I wasn't like worried about what and where and whatever, you know, that's great. I don't know that I'll be going back outside anytime soon because they're You got to give yourself like a cool down period. Well, no, I just feel like they're lifting restrictions everywhere. And I don't know that I'm entirely comfortable being like shoulder to shoulder breathing raw air with strangers in like a not well ventilated packed bar anytime soon yeah my first indoor thing is scheduled for august and i'm still like i probably will wear a mask 
Yeah, I think so. I, I mean, I can't, I can't think of a reason for me to be inside unmasked, like uh, out, outside of outside of the place where I'm like staying. Right. You know what I mean, like with, if I'm sleeping somewhere, or like sure. with other people that I know are vaccinated in like a house, a hotel, or whatever. That's about it. And like people are fighting on planes in airports at the out at the function. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, I saw that shit about like the uh, some woman punched a flight attendant. I'm just like, I think you tweeted that you're like the flight is it's eighteen it's minutes. T- it's ten what? minutes from Sacramento to San Diego. You get up in the air, you get a water, you land. <laughs> you like you don't even have time to pee. Right. Why are you agitated? You know what, I mean? what got you so riled up in forty minutes? It doesn't make sense. And- also, like. Really? Are we putting hands on, like, are, are we putting hands on people, like, for, like, I, I, okay, I come from the school of, I will not start the fight, I will end, I don't, will end don't, the fight. Don't start none, won't be none. I will end the fight, like, I will put a period on the sentence, but, like, I'm going to go to as many reasonable lengths as are fitting of an adult. To not fight. With a, for, with yeah. a 401k and a, a, a morality clause at my employer to not be on Al Gore's internet swinging at people from the seat of an airplane because she told you to put a mask on? Right. Like, no, sh- No shoes, no shirt, no service. No mask, I, no fly. I don't care if the flight attendant was fucking my man. Like, I would be like, okay. I'm going to see you in the outside. Off the jetway. Right. Off the jetway, bitch. Me and you. Actually, no. Actually, no. Me and my man have something to talk about. (laughs) My man and my homeboys have some shit to discuss. (laughs) We're going to stomp your ass when you get to the fucking baggage claim, bitch. Right. Me be outside, literally. Because also, it's literally hundreds of niggas on that flight who were like, bitch, what the fuck do what do we have to do with this? Can y'all handle that? You got the Elsa? pilot like I will turn this motherfucker around. Like the pilot have to turn it to the mama. Like what are y'all doing? Why? What was the reason? Like well, here's the thing too. Like bitch, it's Southwest. <laughs> they got to be like the nicest flight attendants in the fucking air. Are you kidding? What had you pressed? What? What? What was it? Why? They didn't have they didn't have the um the brand of soft drink that you was looking for? <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. So I, I And like I'm how still... do you feel? You you just punched some some defenseless person who was on their job. You knocked her fucking teeth out. You feel you feel like a big bad lady now? Pick, why don't you pick on somebody that can fight your ass back? Right, right. Oh, oh, oh! You're tough because you sucker punched the flight your flight attendant. Right, right. Wow, what an icon! Iconic behavior. <laughs> icon, icon. <laughs> we stand. Ew. Now I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be late for my motherfucking uh, oceanside brunch because you can't keep your hands to your motherfucking self. Or like, I'm just going home. <laughs> just trying to go home. Baby. <laughs> just trying Baby. To go home. I'm just trying to go home. Are you 
kidding? Ugh. I know. I know. Keep your hands <laughs> to yourselves. It's still a motherfucking pandemic. I don't know where your hands have been. And like that flight attendant is such a professional for not, you know, hmm. escalating. Hmm. She should work for the police department. Ciao. <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> Fuck them. Fuck them. Uh, uh, what an old name was convicted and he did the motherfucker even with the mask Ooh. on. Oh, uh, Derek Chauvin. Oh, that nigger. His old. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I was like, somebody else caught a case? <laughs> but we're talking about that nigger. Um, his face. When they said he was guilty, he was like, <laughs> shocked. Like, I was assured that I was going to get away with this shit. You committed murder, sir. On Everyone camera. saw the whole thing. On the camera. whole thing. The and was whole like thing. smug and fl- I like I still have not seen more of the video than I've been forced to see like on the news or social media. I've, oh, yeah. I've purposely not watched that video. Um, when but- they showed it at the trial, I literally cut it off. I was yeah, like, no, 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 yeah. nope, nope. When but the stills and whatever I've seen of it to me look like a fucking asshole cop who just knew he was doing his job. Yeah, I mean, there, I, I I don't know. There's this. Um, there's this reporter. Her name is Antonia Hilton. Um, she used to uh, used to be a correspondent for Vice, and now she's with MSNBC. She's first of all, she's fucking stunning, um, and she's an incredible journalist. But she tweeted this thing, and I think I sent it to you. It was just like at some point, I think she said it was maybe during uh, Philando, um, during Philando Castile's murder mm-hmm. that she just dissociated whenever like you you just dissociate whenever you see those videos mm-hmm. for me it was Tamir mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. like I just can't watch them mm-hmm. anymore but like the video of uh, the police officer pulling up to a lot like a black locksmith doing a job oh with my a God. rifle with a silencer oh on my it it's just like yeah, no, I've gone numb. I've gone, I've, this is what numbness, I've, yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 no. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's, and I, and I've seen these, you know, memes and whatever. And like one of them that's really stood out to me is like being black isn't exhausting. White supremacy is exhausting. Yes. Being black is lit as fuck. As fuck. As fuck. I love being black. I was on a fucking, Zoom call with a bunch of niggas the other week and we were having a meeting and it was like about difficult shit and it was stressful and whatever. And we was laughing and solving problems and making solutions and Mm -hmm. like figuring shit out. Like being black is fucking amazing. Mm -hmm. We have the best food, the best clothes, the best bodies. The best fucking respiratory systems, the best fast twitch reflexes. <laughs> I was like, come on, fast twitch muscle. Best, best everything. Best everything. Our skin absorbs the sun better. We look better in the sunlight. Like we, it's fucking amazing. White supremacy is that shit. That's that shit I don't like. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, uh, speaking of shit that shouldn't exist because I don't like it. 
<laughs> oh no, baby. This Matt, is going to be controversial, and I know we're going to fight about baby, it. Baby, Matt, if we fight about this, we're not friends. Matt James and Rachel is back together, bitch. Nigga, what? <laughs> what did I tell y'all? What did I say? I've said a lot of things, so I'll remind you. If it were not for the cameras and shit, he never would have broken up with her because his conflict was not, I as a black man feel strongly about this. It was, I as the token first black bachelor have to reconcile that this doesn't look good. Nigga, what? It started as them being seen in New York together and then full blown like I I told her that she had to do the work and she's doing the work and now they go together yeah she's doing the work on that dick please 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 oh my god Ugh. what a fucking cornball the fact that his best friend oh applehead what a name uh former <laughs> not jenna <laughs> not jenna that's 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 like the fucking grand wizard applehead uh what a name god damn uh <sighs> fuck that bitch she was a bachelorette oop you weren't supposed to, i wasn't supposed to make a sound but oh well hannah did you get that message that I sent your ass? No, hold on. Um, <laughs> Hannah. Uh, yes. <laughs> Hannah. Oh, Applehead Hannah uh, was caught saying the N-word. That's his homie. Like, he has a, a bunch of, like, white friends, whatever. Like, I, bitch, we knew. We fucking knew. And the way he was crying about it and shit was, like, all torn up. Like, I still love you. And did it, like, a, bitch, I knew. He didn't break right. up with her because he wanted to break up with her. Yeah. He broke course. up with yeah. her because in May of 2020, a bunch of people discovered racism. Uh, some of them were black and they were like, oh shit, I can't, I can no longer enjoy my proximity to whiteness with comfort because other black people are looking at me funny and I actually care right now for whatever reason. Uh... Yeah, they just went on a double date. With, uh, with who? Child, some other white people. Donald and Melania? <laughs> uh, Tyler, his friend from the franchise. Um, yeah, yeah girl, they go together. I fuck them people. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I knew. He went to talk about the power of a second chance, baby. What you doing, restorative justice? You doing restorative justice in your bedroom? (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Well, I mean, that's where your activism stops, so. (laughs) Woo-hoo, Jesus. That's where your love of community stops. That's where your black excellence stops. Yeah, no, he definitely is not giving black excellence in the bedroom. (laughs) He's not giving black excellence. Anywhere. Maybe on the football field. But I don't know. He was he would have went further. He certainly wasn't giving black excellence in the barbershop. That's for goddamn sure. <laughs> that beard, you know, you know it smells like dirty towels. You know it stinks. <laughs> because you know he's not using no beard oils. Yeah, it's not getting more it's not getting moisturized. <laughs> it's giving yeah, no. It's giving yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, no. But you know, be, be who you want to be, love who you want to love. But I, I asked. 
that you not play in my face. Also, be who you want to be, love who you want to love, but hygienate yourself. Figure you know out, what I mean? Figure out who you are. You know, Hy- hygienate yourself. I don't That's know what all. that means. Hygiene. Oh, yeah. I was like, who? Huh? Like, this whole vocab- vocabulations ass nigga invented <laughs> oh. another new fucking word. Shout out to Rod and Karen. Uh, yeah, no, hygiene. Yeah. You know, yeah. get your lineup right and tight. Baby. That's all. That's baby, all baby, baby. Don't you know that you're so whack? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, sports? Um,. Yeah, I figure you have a few things to say. The French Open is happening. Yeah, it's a it's a it's somebody mama with a a, a green outfit looking like Reptar on the TV. <laughs> Please leave that lady alone. Yeah, hasn't she done enough for you? No. <laughs> I'm tired playing? of making deals. I keep losing that <laughs> I deal. Keep losing a deal. Um. Uh, um, you know, it's also very clear that some people have never gotten their ass beat. Baby. Um, I really wish, um, like I know it was a dark moment in sports. The malice at the palace. (laughs) (laughs) Baby, baby. (laughs) Because if you throw a beer on my motherfucking teammate, nigga, I'm sliding through that shit to deliver hands straight to your face it's it's multiple levels uh many complex things that's what i was gonna discuss in this segment i don't really i'm not giving my hey boo to kyrie irving because no um but i'm gonna give i'm giving my hey boo in general to the athletes that have to deal with racism and it, in general with the taunting, but now people like throwing shit like, and then to the people who are like, it's just popcorn. Are you the same motherfucker crying on the internet talking about disrespecting the logo? The logo? I mean, he sustained injuries to his decals. The logo? He is gonna face six months of recoloration theory or therapy because of the indent of the sneaker. The logo in, that in everybody runs across for the whole game, that one? For the whole for the whole game. For the whole game. Let me tell you, I was on Twitter like they will let anybody be a fucking sports reporter and like verify them on Twitter. Yes, bitch, I'm jealous. Because I'ma tell you right now, I tweeted last night, a game was played. The team that had the most points at the end of the game. One, I have reported sports. I mean, well, you know, I guess Naomi Osaka owes you $15,000 because she didn't come to the motherfucking press conference. All I got to say is I would like baby girl to show up in the spirit of Marshawn Lynch and just sit there and say, I'm here so I don't get fined. Well, so the breaking news is that she withdrew from the French Open. She's taking a break from tennis. Um uh, to like focus on her mental health, yeah, and um, and I appreciate her being an outspoken advocate for her mental health, and I also understand that like obviously Naomi Osaka is the first person to tell you that like she is because Richard and Orsine fucked twice in the late seventies and early eighties, most certainly, um, and so I appreciate that like. 
be and also because Naomi Osaka is not American and like her relation her proximity to like American racism I think it's a little different for people who try to dog whistle because they're like uh oh wait a minute we can't uh oh uh oh uh oh so I appreciate her like being in her lane and being like yeah I already know you can't talk about me the way you talk about Venus and Serena or Coco Goff or Donald Young or Francis Tiafo or Chanda Rubin. So I'm actually gonna be like, yeah, this, 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 this. I'm starting the conversation about this. Why are you at, like, why are you inviting us to press conferences and you have nothing new to ask us, but we, you wanna fine us $15,000 for not coming? Somebody was in a, somebody was doing the fucking Zoom press conference for the French Open from the grocery store. Mm-hmm. You, want, you wanna find me $15,000 because I'm not showing up to that shit? Right. No, no. And then the fucking French Open shady ass posted and they deleted the tweet. They posted pictures of five different players on press day with the caption that says they understood the assignment. Right. Fuck that shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, why, why, where this narrative that got created that journalists are a check on sports? Right. No. Journalists are a check on politics. And Journalists like, are a check on business. Right. And it's not like they're most of them are doing anything good. They're contributing to her declining mental health. It's not like they're asking her anything that's gonna further any type of conversation. Like No. You saw the match. Gossip. What the fuck you wanna know? I won, right. I lost. I hit tennis balls back and forth. Some hit the net, some didn't. I won more points than the other lady. Or the other man, I'm, I'm, bye. Thank you. Yeah, it's, it's. I, I. Billie Jean I, King has a statement. Have you read it? Yeah. What you think? I mean. Let me read she it. Not, she, yeah, re- read it. Go ahead. I fully admire and respect what Naomi is doing with her platform, so I am a little torn as I try to learn from both sides of the situation. While it's important that everyone has the right to speak their truth, I have always believed that as professional athletes, we have a responsibility to make ourselves available to the media. In our day, without the press, nobody would have known who we are or what we thought. There is no question they help build and grow our sport to what it is today. I acknowledge things are very different now with social media and everyone having an immediate ability to speak their truth. The media still play an important role in telling our story. There is no question that the media needs to respect certain boundaries. But at the end of the day, it is important we respect each other and we are in this together. Yeah. If we're in, if we're in this together, then why are you asking Venus Williams about the car accident that right. she was in, causing her to break down in a fucking press conference at Wimbledon? Right. And then have the audacity, motherfucking ugly ass Ben Rothenberg, to get on Twitter and talk about, well, she's been wasting her time for years and hours. Go fuck yourself. Right. And that's the thing is like, what do this got to do with the tennis? That was just played. nothing. Asking Serena Williams after she lost in the semifinals of the U.S. Open in 2015 and won already won four in a row and was trying to win five in a row and tie Steffi Graf. How well? How disappointing is it, nigga? What the fuck do you think? Right, right. Also, like, you want to do an interview? Let's do an interview. I just lost slash won a match. What the fuck do you want? Yeah. And, you know, the other thing, too, and I appreciate that Billie Jean King has more perspective on this than anybody else, because, like, she literally founded the WTA Tour 
50 years ago. Um, but now players have sponsorships and like, and you know, like recognizable athletes like Naomi Osaka, like Serena and Venus, like Coco Goff, like have managers and teams who can facilitate uh, like news interviews, magazine interviews, pieces can be written about them. They're like, they also players have like sponsorship agreements at tournaments to do like other tournament engagement. So there's lots of ways for people to like participate in the narrative or the greater narrative around sports with an athlete. But like, it, it's like watching tennis press conferences has, it just feels like a perfunctory exercise in, because it's lost its potency. So yeah. making them mandatory for players is just an exercise in trying to like, uh, y- you know, c- hold control over these very popular global superstars. And Naomi's like, no, right. Not doing it. Saeed Jones, the ferocity on Twitter, just tweeted, "Y'all are always telling black athletes to shut up and play. Now look at you." Yeah. Yep. 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 Well, good luck with your fucking French Open without one of your hottest young stars. Yep. I mean, like Venus and uh, what a name, Sloan. Who? Not Sloan. Who is Venus playing doubles with? Oh, with Coco. Yeah, with Coco. That's cute. Yeah, it's very, very cute. It's very cute. I'm very excited to see what that partnership looks like. But other than that, like as a casual sports fan, I'm not watching that shit. I probably would have. I don't know. I You're not going to watch Serena? I, I, I just learned uh, 20 minutes ago that she was even playing in the open. That, that's how casual of a fan I am. <laughs> well, child, she's not going to be playing for much longer. <laughs> Baby. Oh, my God. Uh, me- child, she loved losing. She said, I learned a lot from losses. So she got a lot of, she in class, this, she been in class this year. Meanwhile, on Twitter. Um, yes, please. So a fan threw some water, threw a water bottle and nearly missed um, Kyrie Irving. Now, people, people are mad because they feel like, you know, two wrongs or like, you know, same thing. He disrespected the logo. So someone should be allowed to attempt assault on him. Can, I'm sorry, can we pause? What <laughs> does that even <laughs> fucking mean? Right, right, right. I'm sorry, uh, the city of Boston rolled out the red carpet for you and treated you with nothing but the utmost respect. You yourself even said that it was fine, but two years later, you're lying about it being racist and Bill Russell loved it so much here. You ungrateful monkey. Uh, don't you dare step on this sticker. Jesus Christ. So now Dasani is trending. Trending. <laughs> now I'm one of those people. I drink a shit ton of water. I do not notice the difference in taste of water. But there are water uh, connoisseurs. Some some Wally A's, if you will. <laughs> some Wally A's is great. <laughs> who can set who rank the taste of bottled water. Uh yeah. Dasani is supposedly the worst. 
so there's just tons of people quote tweeting. So the sports center, Cole Buckley, the 21 year old suspect who allegedly threw a water bottle at Kyrie Irving is charged with assault and battery by means of a dangerous weapon. and will be arraigned Tuesday in Boston municipal court. Mm-hmm. Quote tweet must've been Dasani for it to be considered a dangerous weapon. Wow. How dreadful. Stop drinking that Dasani. Yeah, I know death rows. Yeah. So on death row, they inject you with three different injections. And the last one they inject in you is potassium chloride. Stop it. Potassium chloride actually causes cardiac arrest and it makes the heart stop working. Are you serious? Yeah. And we're drinking it in Dasani water. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) Stop. (laughs) Stop drinking it. (laughs) The only vid that comes to mind when I think of Dasani Hogan. I need to work at Coca-Cola and when Dasani is made, it has to sit for three days to let all the chemicals settle. If you, oh, I used to, sorry. If you drink it before that time, it like activates your bowels for a few days. Absolutely not. Dasani did 9-11, so we would have to buy water bottles at airports. Wow. Yikes. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, bro, Dasani is ass. I'll always yell at a friend who drinks it. Dasani yeah, is garbage. I wasn't saying that to Cardi B. Look, baby, I tweeted that line and some old incel ass nigga came up in my mentions telling me my pussy was acidic. I'm like, yeah, dummy. Jesus Christ. It's called science. Uh, Dasani water is garbage because it's bottled tap water. (laughs) Dasani doesn't sell water. Dasani sells plastic bottles. Oh my God. So yeah, people are like in an uproar about this fucking, you know, situation and all these like so-called journalists are tweeting about how, you know, it Kyrie disrespected this and did that and like. I, you still haven't explained to me how causing physical, like intending to cause assault to a human being is the same on stepping, is the same as stepping on a sticker in frustration or even malice. Right. It's it, it, it's not the same. It's it is not the same. Simply not the same. It is simply not the same. And it is literally, actually, fucking white supremacist to conflate attempted damage to the body of a black person to a, a fucking sticker. That is white supremacy. Right. Glenn Davis, Kevin Garnett, they're both like talking shit. Uh, Big baby, real bullshit. Like I said, you step on Lucky, you step on everybody that played for that team. Keep that shit basketball before somebody get hurt in real life. Are you fucking kidding me? Lucky? Yeah, KG. Really? You're ta- you're like you're anthropomorphizing this fucking stick. He didn't even attack he didn't even attack the fucking mascot. Right. 
KG. So nobody going to say any, or I don't know who wrote this. So nobody going to say anything about Kyrie stomping lucky. We just going to act like he didn't see that the fuck going on. You can't do that. That's not cool on no level. All of us need to be better for real, for real. I'm just saying, um, yeah, that was, that was Kevin Garnett. Y'all really caping for a motherfucking sticker, nigga. For a stick. And like, I, I agree that there's forms of disrespect and blah, blah, blah. But like, the same thing I was saying when people were calling for violence against Steph Curry because he's good at his job and showboats. Like, he's the first athlete to ever fucking showboat after being good at his job. The call for violence is really whack, my nigga. Also, like, somebody spat on a basketball player in a motherfucking pandemic where spitting is maybe the worst thing you could do on somebody. Baby, every word after player is unnecessary. Because if you spit on me, <laughs> I'm a uh, pumpkin. <laughs> you better run, bitch. Baby, baby, baby. Pre-pandemic, post-pandemic, uh, whatever pandemic, it's over. That's, uh, that's that's that kind of disrespect I don't I do not do but you want to you want to talk about stomping lucky like that was a living breathing being uh, uh another tweet the same Kevin Garnett who told Mello his wife tasted like honey nut cheerios is drawing a line at a logo being stepped on give me a break that, man niggas are goofy goofy garb. that shit is goofy to me garb um, y'all acting like Kyrie just decided to stomp on old man Bill Russell. Like, yeah, he <laughs> clearly had intent to stomp on the logo, but y'all acted like you were family friends with that specific hardwood leprechaun. <laughs> with that specific, again, that has been st- stepped on. They literally jump on the nigga at the beginning of the game. The whole game, people are running across the motherfucking logo. <laughs> Falling on him. Sweating on him. They got hoes twerking on him. Like, uh, Cedric Maxwell was upset that a fan threw a water bottle at Kyrie, but he doesn't think that moment should make people look past Kyrie stomping on this, the logo. That to me was classless from a great player. There's no place for it in the game. Don't tell me how to react. Tell your nigga how to act. Right. The logo? The logo. And now Big Baby want to fight Kyrie in real life because of that damn leprechaun. And like, I do, I do understand respect or whatever, but like, you will never, ever, 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 ever catch me defending murder, assault, and physical harm because of disrespect. It's like the whole reason why I think gang violence is really fucking stupid. And people will be like defending this shit like, some dude, his daughter was in the car. They shot his car up. The baby got killed. And there were thousands of people on Twitter like, well, his daddy shouldn't have pissed on old boy's graves. Like, for real? No, no. This what we doing? No, no. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Absolutely and, tr- and trust me, not. I respect is paramount with me. Like, being disrespectful to me is a, a, a smooth way to get cut out of my life forever. And that is said by someone who has boundaries and a relationship with a therapist. Right. 
But like strongly recommended. And like somebody talking about your mama, somebody calling you nigga, whatever. Like I probably am not going to like immediately respond with violence, but it might get there for sure. But like a logo. Yeah, I I I realize that people are just sort of like a little bit lost socially after the pandemic and that like we're I think we're all a little bit sociopathic just because like we're not we've been desocialized. It feels to um, me like that flag shit. You like from Kaepernick? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally, totally. Um yeah, that we are putting more importance. Yeah, I just I feel like we've just lost we've a little bit lost how to be human beings. Um Which someone else said, now, please, a moment of silence for everyone making jokes about how hard it is to be a human again after being locked up for a year in quarantine. And let's not say shit about the niggas who've lost 10, 15, 20 years to incarceration. Right. And wonder why they don't know how to, why, why they feel uncomfortable, why their sleep patterns are all fucked up. I just like... It's just, it's, it's dumb. It's dumb. That is so dumb. And I think caping for a fucking team or a logo when someone like almost could have, could have like really hurt him. Right. I think that shit is goofy. I think that shit is so goofy. And like, there's a way to talk about both things without equating them. And that's the thing that these so-called sports writers keep doing that's getting on my fucking nerves. Like, yes, it was bad to throw the water bottle, but he shouldn't have disrespected the little... No! 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 No. I'm gonna say it it in another language. I'm gonna say it in another language. No. (laughs) Say it in another one. Sign language. <laughs> Nine. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No. 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 Um, yeah. Like, I think even even if you wanted to talk about Kyrie, you know, doing whatever, like, you could have said, I realized as a former clip, as a former Celtic, that might have, like, offended people who loved him as a Celtic. But... None of that would have happened if nobody tried to fucking assault him. It also hurts to know how somebody really feel about your ass. Well, now you know. Oh, so you were only fucking with me because I was winning games for your team. But as a human being, you have no regard for my safety. Well, that's how it usually works. Yeah, when you treat black people like your fucking avatars. Sports fandom is very weird. And it's usually the fucking white dudes doing this shit. Not to say that black people don't do it, but like... Right. It's this entitlement. It's this like... And then like I mean, the the melee at the palace was not started by niggas. Malice at the palace. But um, I'm gonna... Title of the show is the melee at the palace. Malice at the palace. The melee at the palace. Um, And and I did want to say something about that. So like as much as I feel like... Hey, a fan throw some popcorn on Russell Westbrook, let that nigga go and beat that dude's ass. But the thing that happened, like even while they were, the announcers were calling the game during the fight, it got real like, look at these out of control monkeys. And then like after that, a huge anti-black thing started in the league where you had to start wearing suits and shit. And so like, we we don't need another malice at the palace. But I wouldn't be entirely upset if somebody ran up on a fan and punched them in their fucking jaw uh, like the lady did to the Southwest (laughs) Airlines lady who probably didn't deserve that punch. And just like, you know, 
I was about to say that I don't condone violence. Sometimes I do. Um, and if sometimes one, it's necessary. And if one of these motherfuckers got rock in their shit just one time, I think that by shit, a professional athlete right. whose job it is to be in the gym, I bet you they would. You bet you would think twice. I think shit would change a little bit. I think if somebody happened to see a congresswoman who has three names, and I'm not gonna say them because I live way too close to all that shit in the Panera and fucking rock her and her shit and add additional shoulders to her ugly ass nose, maybe she would change the way she talks to people too. I mean, probably not. She'd still be out here denying the Holocaust. Fucking stupid ass. Oh. I can't stand that fucking lady. Well, we're back. We had a lot. There was a lot of, you know, <laughs> we had some shit, shit to say. We had some shit to say. It was a melee at the team, baby. Okay, it was a it was a Boston Tea Party. <laughs> we ran a Boston on them. Lord have mercy. <laughs> uh, I'm well, glad you're. I'm glad you're feeling better and recovered. I, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we're you know, I still have a progress. Of, yeah, I have a couple of follow up appointments this week, but I am believing. God for continued healing, full restoration of my health, mental, physical, otherwise, and just for the the things that the preacher, the guest preacher said last Sunday, not this Sunday, but the Sunday before, that uh, that God is coming to restore all of the things that the locust ate, and there are baby, literal, and the locust was hungry. Yeah, there are li- a literal swarm of cicadas outside of my window right now eating shit up. So I don't even think that's what they do. Uh, bad metaphor. But but uh, I am believing for a full restoration and then some. I think 43 is going to be a banner year for me in a good way. Amen. Claiming it. All right. Amen. Well, pastor, evangelist, prophet, teacher, this is the day Come on. the Lord has made. Um, <laughs> I'm giggling because Cece was like, <laughs> and I heard a pastor say that, and I was like, it is not the day for you to try it. So like, <laughs> 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 I feel like we are listeners who aren't familiar with the word to like, it's the, 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 the actual passages, this is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. But the sign this off. Is the day hey. Hey, you can't, you can't, you can't sing that and have that not do nothing to you. Come on. Listen, listen, let that preach for this is the day that the Lord has made. And I will, regardless of how I'm feeling, regardless of how much money is in my bank account, regardless of what the doctor says, I will rejoice and be glad in it. All right. Uh, But our shady... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what over here? But over here. It is not the day for you to try it. It really isn't. Bye. Bye.